You're listening to a message from Victory. Through Jesus, we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens and members of the family of God. Learn more about this truth in week four of our series, The Great Exchange. This whole week is about remembering what Jesus Christ done has done for us. But let me expand that a bit. Uh, since we're talking about remembering, I believe for us to truly understand and appreciate the gospel and our salvation, we need to have our minds and memories in order. We need to remember the right things about who we are, what Christ did, and who God created us to be. Amen? And so with that, let me just jump to our scripture, Ephesians chapter 2. But I believe this is going to be rich if we get this. It's going to be powerful. Okay? Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 16. It says here, Therefore, remember. Say to your seatmate, remember. Remember that at one time, you Gentiles in the flesh, call the circumcision by what is called the uncircumcision, which is made by in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace, who has made us both one, broken down, in his flesh, the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace and might reconcile us with God to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. Now let's jump to verse 19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but are what? fellow citizens with the saints, members of the household of God. And verse 22, in Him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Lord, bless the preaching of Your Word. Help us understand and appreciate Your Gospel that brings salvation. So I pray that You would quicken our hearts, that we would not just be reminded in our heads, but let the stick to us to truly appreciate what you have done and so we can walk into who you made us to be in Jesus name amen now from this text actually makikita natin na to kasi this series is about appreciating and understanding huh? having a deeper understanding of salvation and so from this text we see okay the three unfolding stages of God's salvation plan that we need to remember. And the gospel summarized in seven words. By preaching, it talks about the seven words, which is a summary of the gospel. And what are those seven words? At one time, this is the gospel. We need a clear picture to remember always. Okay, At one time, we need to be reminded, but now, we need to be reminded so then. So let's go to that one by one. First, 
that those first three words at one time. It says he remembered that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Now, question. How many of you here are Jewish or Israelis? Can you raise your hand? Anyone here? So, no one here is Jewish, right? So, that means all of us in this room are, as Paul describes it, Gentiles. So, when we talk about Gentiles, I will describe the state of the Gentiles at one time. And we need to remember where we came from. Ito tayo. Or maybe some of you, this is still your state. The Gentiles, including me, including us, had to contend with this fivefold affliction described by Paul very quickly. Ano yun? First, separated. If you're separated from Christ, it could be the most depressing thing because it represents the breakdown of our most fundamental relationship with God and with one another. It is then that we become strangers when we should feel at home. It is there that we, uh, instead of become aliens, instead of being citizens. You see, sin created a separation from God. Sin created a separation from God. This is the most fundamental foundation of the gospel. We are separated from Christ, from God, because of sin. Isaiah tells us that. Your sins have separated you from Christ, from God. And that separation is not a physical separation. It is a moral separation. Okay? Again, how many... How many here are married? Can you just quickly wave? Okay. Many here, right? Pag nag-away kayo ng asawa nyo, right? Pag nag-away kayo ng asawa nyo, and hindi pa kayo nagre-reconcile, you may be staying in the same house, in the same bed, but there is some sort of barrier, right? How I many can relate to that? There's some sort of barrier, right? It's not a physical separation. It's a moral, ethical separation. Sin causes that. God may be here. God is omniscient. God is spirit. But because of sin, there is a moral separation. He cannot dwell with sin. Okay, so that's the most fundamental part. Doon tayo lahat. All of us have sinned and fallen short, have been separated from Christ. One more question. Sino dito ang walang kasalanan? Okay. If you raise your hand, okay, that means the sin of self-righteousness okay, has been there. So you can need to raise your hand again. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so all of us have been separated from God. Your sins, our sins, have separated us from God. The Gentiles... They had contend with this. But not only that, Gentiles also were alienated. When I say Gentiles, tayo yun. Okay? Tayo yun. Hindi to, ah, ito yung pinag-usapan ni, ni Paul, sila lang yun, yung dating panahon. It includes us. Okay? Alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. Ano ba ibig sabihin noon? Do you know that this is the only 
text, the verse in the Bible that the word alienated that Paul uses or is worth, uh, used in the entire Bible. It talks about being excluded, being estranged, being cut off. Okay? If you've been to another nation that hindi mo maintindihan language, I remember, uh, I remember when I was in grade 5, my family took us to Japan. And we were supposed to go to, kami ng brother ko, we were supposed to go to uh, the, sa department store. Kami, no? Punta kami sa toys, toys uh, part ng uh, department store. Sabi nila, makita na lang tayo uh, after, let's say, one hour. So, and then may guide kami, may kasama kami. Pero I had to go to the CR. So when we went to the elevator, sabi niya, oh, just go to the fifth floor. So I said, I'll go to the CR first. Went to the CR, came back to the elevator. Pagdating ko, somehow, hindi ko na ano, kasi hindi ko mabase yung, yung numbers. In my mind, parang walang pindutan. Parang it's randomly going up from outside kung sino na lang pumasok basa. So, went up, go to the toy store, wala sila doon. Nakapunta ko yung daddy ko sa, at mami ko sa baba. Went there, wala rin sila doon. So I went up several days, five times. And then I get a little fearful. <laughs> Nakusa na kaya sila? <laughs> I got lost in a foreign country. What I did? Nako, bahala na si Batman. I'll just go to the hotel because the hotel is, medyo malayo na konti, but it's still walking distance in Tokyo. So, went out, and I was going out. Siyempre, fearful. Pero trying to be, trying to be, ano, di ba? Kailangan maging brave ka ng konti. And suddenly, I heard my name being page. Buti na lang. Pinage ako ng parents ko and suddenly we got re- 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 reunited. I mean, you know, sometimes, di ba, when you are out there, eh, ano lang yun, ha? Being lost, but somehow, at least, meron kang, meron kang pabalikan. Meron kang pupuntahan. Right? Eh, ito, alienated. Wala silang country. They don't have a country. My children recently watched that terminal. Remember that movie with Tom, Ham- Tom Hanks? Nawalan siya ng country, nasa airport siya, pero wala siyang, hindi siya mabigyan ng visa or ng entry to US because nawala yung country niya o Krakosia. Ito yun. The, the Gentiles, wala silang country, alienated from the commonwealth of God. But more than that, this talks about an absolute barrier and enmity between the Jew and the Gentile. You know, there's a, when we went to Israel, one of the amazing things is uh, Herod the Great. Alam mo bakit tinawag siyang Herod, Herod the Great si, or Herod the Great? Kala mo mayabang lang siya, no? magaling ako, di ba? No, he's called that because he was the one who built magnificent structures and edifices. Siya gumawa ng Masada. Siya gumawa ng yung temple. Okay? The, Her- the, the great temple of Herod. So when you go there, it's amazing. Amazing yung pinagagawa niya. And I think there's a picture uh, in, the, in the temple of Herod. Meron kasi yan. It's divided. Okay? If you go to Israel, it's divided into the, of course, the inner court. My Holy Holy's inner court. It's elevated. To, if you go there, you, it's elevated. And then where only the priest could come. Remember that? This is a review. And then there's an outer court where the citizens, the men and uh, the women, okay, can go. And then there's a huge wall, probably 10 to 15 feet high, and magde-descend yun ng mga 10 steps down. Doon sa lapalabas noon, there's the court of the Gentiles. 
Okay? So they are not allowed to go. So nakasilip lang sila, nasa baba sila. Masisilip lang nila yung taas ng out ng, uh, what did say? Outer court. Okay? Yung temple. And may mga sign na nakalagay doon. Ang nakalagay na sign doon. Okay? Trespassers. Okay? You cannot go inside. If you are not a Jew, you cannot go inside this temple. Okay? So, ang sign nila is not trespassers will be prosecuted. Ang sign nila, trespassers will be executed. Yung totoong nakamamatay talaga yun. <laughs> so, in fact, si Josephus, the Jewish uh, historian, he said that in his, in his writing of the Antiquities, ito sabi niya, regarding this great divide between Jews and Gentiles. Sabi niya, no foreigner, talking about entering the temple, no foreigner may enter within the barrier and enclosure around the temple. Anyone who is caught doing so will have himself to blame for his ensuing death. In other words, enter at your own death, not own risk, okay? Kasalanan mo. Kung mamatay ka, don't blame us. That's the wall of division and hatred between Jew and Gentile. They're excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. But not only that, they were what? Also strangers. So separated, alienated, they're strangers to the covenant of promise. They had no promise to hold on to. Do you remember the illustration that sometimes we use about this uh, this poor person nag-ipon siya to buy a passage uh, to buy a ticket to ride a cruise ship yung passenger liner yung alam mo yun yung mga cruise liner di ba tapos yung mamamasyal gusto lang niya makapunta sa America okay so bumili siya ng ticket sabi niya pag ipunan ko lang yung pinakamababang ticket para lang makapunta ako so pagpunta niya eh hindi siya kita niya yung mga pumupunta mga naka alam yung story niya di ba tapos nandun lang siya and then sabi niya dito lang ako may baon na akong crackers Tapos sinisilip lang niya sa window. Wow, sila, lahat nagpa-party, nagbo-buffet, eat all you can, may mga, may mga, ano yun, may mga lahat. So, siya parang, di, okay lang. Pagdating ko sa Amerika, okay na sa ako. So, everyday, sinisilip lang niya. Everyday, kinakain yung crackers niya. Until, finally, pag, pagdating Amerika, wow, finally, nandito ako. Bumaba sila. Pagbaba nila, nilapitan siya, kasi yung captain, nandun, kinakamayan lahat. Pagtingin sa kanya, oh, kasama ka ba dito? Uh, ba't hindi ka nakita doon sa loob? Sabi, well, ano ho eh, kasi yung ticket ko ganito lang eh. Eh kaya nahiya naman ako, hindi din mamakakain, wala akong pambiling pagkain. Ang sabi ng captain, well, hindi mo naintindihan, yung ticket, kasama na lahat yan. Alam niyo, narinig niyo ba yan? Who heard of the story? Right? Well, ito is actually the exact opposite of that Think of the ship where everyone was enjoying the journey and that person was left behind. And there was an earthquake and a volcanic eruption about to happen. Kung saan siya? Without a promise to hold on to. Yun yun. Baliktad! <laughs> yun yung feeling. Yun yung, this is, okay, at one time, doon tayo galing. It could explode anytime 
we could die anytime and the ship is on its way. Lahat sila nagpa-party. Bye-bye. No promise. Strangers to the covenant of promise. Ano pa? Having no hope. Sabi mo, sabi mo, no hope. Do you know that hope is always attached to something? My attachment yung hope, or I would call it, hope is tethered or connected to something. Because if it's not connected to something, then it's just wishful thinking. Because the Gentiles do not have a promise to hold on to. Don't have a promise that they are connected to. Bahala na si Batman. Walang, wala silang God. Eh. Walang sasabi, I'll take care of you. Ay, ako nang bahala sa ticket mo. Covered na lahat yan. Wala. They have nothing. So, sana na lang. Wishful thinking. No hope. Hopeless. Think of the situation. Imagine, think of a situation that you are in an impossible situation. You have an incurable disease and a doctor has given you one month to live. Think of that. Yun tayo. But we don't have Christ to mediate on your behalf. You don't have someone to run to. You don't have the state okay, for social welfare. Okay? Yung social, walang social services. You have no promise to hold on to. And description on, we are hopeless. <laughs> right? No hope. Many people commit suicide because they are in this state. From depression to hopelessness to ending their life. This is the sad state of affair. Pero hindi pa tapos yun. <laughs> hindi pa tapos. Separated, alienated, okay? strangers to the covenant, having no hope and without God. Sabi mo kami, without God. The Romans, during the Roman times, there are hundreds and thousands of gods, right? In their mythology. Madami silang gods. But when Paul wrote this, most of the population did not worship these gods. It was just like, Part of the culture. Display na lang yan. But they were not worshipping these gods. There are only a few. Okay? They were godless. Atheists. That is why the Greek thinkers, the scientists of the day, the Roman philosophers, okay? They had, parang they, they had this meaninglessness of their existence. Parang walang saysay yung buhay nila. Because there's nothing. There's nothing out there. Pag namatay, okay, patay na. That is who they were, the Gentiles. Now, this condition of the Gentiles that Paul describes, that describes us, someone, descri- someone summarize it this way. Christless, stateless, friendless, hopeless, Godless. Imagine that. Puro less. <laughs> I remember, I experienced that before I came to Christ. You know, um, that's happened. Ang nagkaroon ng snowball effect yan. It started when I was a freshman in the university. My father died. And then, yung time na yun, 
Parang, okay, what will happen to me? And then, time na yun, so I was just, uh, having a great time with my barkada kasi from high school. All of us went to the same university. So we went there. But, anong problema? Nagkaroon, nag, nagkagalit-galit. <laughs> nagkaroon ng alienation. Nagka, nagkaroon ng mga clicks. And, and not only that, you know, my relationship with my girlfriend or MU, okay? Ganun rin. It was a bad breakup. And so, everything was falling apart. My even yung grades ko para I could not focus. So, wow, Lord. I felt this, literally. I felt hopeless. There was a point where I wanted to kill myself. Suicidal. In fact, alam nyo kung paano ko, nisip ko, ano yung gagawin ko? Alam ko na. Iinom na lang ako ng shampoo. Okay? Pero walang conditioner, so hindi ko tunuloy. <laughs> Buti na lang Duwag ako. So, di, di na tuloy. And from that state of hopelessness, God was the one who plucked me out. That weight, that weight of being every day, ang bigat nun. Okay? So, I, I, I know, I know. Okay? This is where I came from. At one time, I understood this. And maybe you have different set of circumstances, but if we are truly appreciate the gospel and if God would continue to want, uh, want you, God wants you to share this, you need to remember that where you came from. Because your testimony is one of the most powerful tools that God has given you. People can argue with theology or ganon, but they can't argue with God, what God did in your life. So you need to understand this at one time. What is your at one time? Time. Amen? Babuti na lang, hindi pa tapos si Lord. The next two words are critical. The next two words are, but now. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, but now. Buti na lang may but now. Kung hindi, <laughs> we're hopeless, right? <laughs> but God is not finished. He said, but now. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off. Okay? have been brought near. Can you switch the, I know, to the next point? Okay. You who were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For He Himself is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in His flesh the dividing wall of hostility. And I believe as we go through this Holy Week, you need to look back at what Christ did. But you also need to look back where you came from. Because magkokolide yun. Where you were, what Christ did for you. And it will, hopefully it will click. Ano bang ginawa ni Jesus Christ for us? First, it says here, we have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Because we were strangers. We were alienated. We were godless, Christless, hopeless. But in spite of that, See, Jesus Christ, He was the one who came near to us. Shine lumapit. And by His blood, yung sa sacrifice niya on the cross. Let me tell you, our salvation is free. But it's very, very costly and expensive. Not for us, but for Him. 
the most priceless thing in the entire universe was what purchased you and me to be brought near to God. That's why do not shortchange yourself. You were brought, bought by a price. If you would compromise for something less than that, less than the most priceless in the whole universe, you are shortchanging, undervaluing yourself. Brought near. Because, you know, if you look at, if you look at the scriptures, Moses would say, you know, we thank God that, you know, we are a nation that God is near to. The Gentiles are far from God. I mean, if you look at Psalms and other scriptures, okay, what great nation is there that has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is to us? I mean, over and over again, we have been brought near because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. But not only that, He made us one. It's very important. Made us united. He united us. The near and the far, the Jew and the Gentile, Jesus Christ brought us together by a sovereign act of creation. Hindi to na, okay, my Jew, my Gentile, and then there's a Jew-Gentile church. It says here, He created one new man. It's a totally new creation. A new man, which is us, the church. Now, I remember the story. John Piper was uh, recounting the story when he was invited, or he invited a rabbi, okay, and to have lunch. You know, lunch, talking about how, you know, the rabbi, how Jews and Christians could exist peacefully together. So he, they were exploring, having lunch. And ano, alam niyo yung sagot ng rabbi? Oh, alam, madali lang yan. You know, because I believe we can agree to this. You know, our God is the God of the Old Testament. And we believe the Jews, Jews have been blessed by God. You can look at that in the Old Testament. Okay? And you Christians, you have your own God in Jesus Christ. Okay? And God has blessed you in Jesus Christ. So for us to uh, have peace, okay, then the Jews don't have to be Christians. And the Christians don't have to be Jews because, you know, this is our God and this is your God and so let's just exist peacefully. Yan yung solution ng rabbi. And of course, John Piper, sabi niya, well, if you want to be politically correct or tolerant, sure, para walang away, it was a good idea, he said, but what he did not say, it, it was not the truth. If you want have harmony and politically correct, which is in our day and age, that is what we are contending with, right? Then, that is the solution for them. How many of you know, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. There is no God for the Jews. 
and for the Gentiles. There is only one God. God of both the Jews and the Gentiles. God of both, as Paul explains this in Galatians, God of both the male and the female, God of both the Greeks and the barbarians, God of uh, both the slaves and the masters. There's just one God. And so his solution is not to create two gods for these two classes of people to separate himself. And sabi niya, I'll just unite these two. That's why in Christ, there's no more Greek or Gentile. Uh, Greek or barbarian, Jew or Gentile, male or female, okay? masters or slave. There's only one man. That's what he's saying here as well. Isa lang yan. I created a brand new person. One new race. Christians. Very distinct. Because the unity that Christ brought, brought was not political. Yun ang sinasabi ng rabbi. Political na lang. It was not philosophical. Oh, same concepts tayo, same way of life, like maybe a communist, pare-pareho tayo, or something like that. It was a spiritual unity. Being united in Christ. Okay? Only being united in Christ can there be true unity and peace. All other unity that, I mean, it's important. Importante yon. Systemic unity is also good. But it cannot be sustained because of the evil in man's heart. Ultimately, magaawayan. That's why the, the change has not, it's not just systemic, it's fundamentally yung puso natin. That's why only people in Christ can be truly united. Now, when it says about, now again, to clarify, when Paul says there's no more male nor female, he's not saying there's no more difference in sexual orientation. What Christ destroyed was the inequality between those demographics. Okay? So, ibig sabihin, hindi ibig sabihin na in Christ, lahat tayo neuter. Third sex lang tayo lahat, walang, we're sexless. No, that's what, not what Paul is saying. This is the truth. May lalaki at saka babae, but in Christ, true unity can be experienced because He's creating something spiritual. We can experience it. The closest to is in marriage. I mean, you can look at it at Ephesians chapter 6. It's a mystery how God makes two into one. It's a spiritual union. The only way for true unity is if we are united first with Him. Amen? He brought us near and He made us one. Therefore, when He brought us near and made us one, what will happen? Naturally, He will break down walls of hostility. You know, problema? There's walls of hostility. Sino dito may kagalit kayo? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> but every now and then, right? Yung mga nag-cut sa'yo sa ano, yung hindi ka binayaran ng utang mo, I mean, every day, because we are in a fallen world, dealing with fallen people, offenses are bound to happen. May kagalit ka, or may, may right? There's walls of hostility. The dividing wall of hostility. Jesus also broke it down. Now, 
Speaking of the dividing walls of hostility, Paul was actually talking about the temple of Herod. Remember, merong dividing wall of hostility between the Gentile. Remember? Yun Gentile, and lang sila. 30 meters off. Malayo sila. But listen, you know what's amazing? When Paul wrote Ephesians, the walls of the temple was still up. Nandun pa rin yung court of the Gentiles. Okay? It was still there. So, the wall was not broken down until 70 AD, nung pumasok yung Romans, right? It was still standing. The temple was still there. It still excluded the Gentiles physically, but it was already obsolete, out of date in the spirit. Because the original intention to keep out was abolished, destroyed, broke down. Jesus Christ broke down the walls of His hostility. And the result of that is that we are reconciled to God. Men are reconciled to God. Men are reconciled to one another. Listen, some of you, maybe you need that. Some of you need to be reconciled by God. Some of you need to be reconciled to one another. Remembering what Christ did, that Jesus broke down walls of hostility. The only way for you to truly reconcile is to come to Christ and allow Christ to heal first your soul, to heal that heart. Experience and remember the forgiveness of Christ for you because only those who are forgiven much loves much. If you remember how much God loves you and forgave you, then you can be forgiving to that person. To break down the walls of hostility, you need to do that. Let this week, don't let this week pass by, Holy Week. Okay? This is a Kairos week for us. Okay, let me try to land this. Okay. So, the gospel in seven words. Okay? At one time, but now, and finally, so then. Tell your seatmate, so then. So then you are no longer strangers, aliens, but you are what? Fellow citizens with the saints. Members of the household of God. In Him, verse 22, in Him you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God by His Spirit. You know, having painted a clear picture I hope you appreciate and remember all of us were picked up by God from the miry pit because of because now, because at one time Jesus came into our lives. And because Jesus Christ has done that, this is who Jesus Christ created us to be. Ito yung picture na gusto ni Lord for all of us. In fact, he gives us three clear pictures. The extent of what Christ did at the cross gives us a rich picture of our current status and privilege in Christ. It has now changed. Okay? Ano yung, ano yung status natin? Ano yung picture na yun? First, we are part of what? Part of God's kingdom. We are fellow citizens. It's a very, it's a new word that Paul used. Okay? The word fellow citizens, okay? Because citizen 
the one he used uh, when he in Acts 28 is the word polity. But the word used here is it's a new word, sapolity. It's literally a holy nation. It's something different. Okay? It's something new. We are fellow citizens. You know, you know the reason why people migrate to other nations? Want to migrate to other Why? What's the general reason? Because there are more benefits. Right? More privileges. More opportunities. Right? That's why people want to migrate to another country. Now listen to me. At this point where Paul wrote this, Paul was a Roman citizen. Rome was at the zenith of its power and influence. It was the empire. He was part, he was a citizen of the Roman empire. Can you imagine the privileges of being a Roman citizen? Mas matindi pa. Mas matindi to be a citizen of Rome during this time. But, Paul was saying, because of what Christ did, we have a different kind of citizenship. Our citizenship is in heaven, where yung daan natin, ginto. We don't have to mine for gold. You just need to step on gold. Where you have access to unlimited power. Where the blessings, all spiritual blessings are available for you. Amen? Part of God's kingdom. Itatak natin sa passport niyo yon. But not only that, we are also part of God's family. Sabi mo, sabi mo, God's family. Members of the household of God. Again, this is a more intimate setting. A true spiritual uh, family. Remember, God sets the lonely into family. With God, our Father, Jesus Christ, okay? The firstborn of many. And we as brothers and sisters. Listen, God wants you to experience that. And for you to practically experience the reality of spiritual family, of course, you need to connect connect first to God. But to connect to one another, be part of our victory group. That's the simplest way to get connected to one another. God doesn't want you to be lonely. Maybe some of you are are in that verge of there's a lot of hostility, and no peace and no hope. Listen, in Christ there's hope. That's why when we come together, we can pray for you. Get connected to God's family. Amen? And finally, we are part of God's kingdom, part of God's family, and we are also part of God's temple. Sabi mo, God's temple. We are built together into a dwelling place for God. You know, during this time, as Paul was writing this letter, in Ephesus, there was the magnificent statue and temple of Artemis. It was actually one of the ancient wonders of the world. His statue ran more than 100 feet tall, and people would go to the temple to pay just to visit the temple. Of course, wala na yun, no? But it was an ancient wonder of the world. And there's another temple, the Temple of Herod, for the Jews, two temples, one pagan, one for the Jews. They had their own devotees. Okay, they were all designed, okay, to bring about divine residence. But all both of them were empty 
because the living God does, did not dwell there. But listen, there's a new temple, a dwelling place of God in the spirit. It is His redeemed people. It's you and me. You are the temple of the living God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God wants to dwell in us together, corporately. He dwells with us individually when we give our lives to Christ, pag nag-surrender tayo kay Jesus, but corporately, we become the temple of God by the Spirit. Listen, as, right, as I end this, you know, God wants to... Have you ever experienced na biglang merong, biglang tatawag sa'yo, can I visit your house? Uh, para gusto lang namin makapag-fellowship. Pero magulo yung magulo yung bahay mo, wala, hindi dumating, hindi, hindi kita pag-ayos. Sabi mo, teka lang, sige, punta ka dito. And so, what, you, what would you do? Tambak mo lahat sa mga closet, under the rug lahat. Diba? Ayusin mo ano, as much as you can. And then, oh, I'll be there five minutes. Ako, sige, hataw kayong lahat. Pagpasok niya, everything seems okay. In the outside, right? <laughs> okay lang yun pag visitor, may visitor ka lang na hindi titira sa'yo. But let me tell you, God wants not to visit you. God wants to dwell with you. So don't just fix these things in the outside. Allow God to change you. Allow God. You go to people. That's why Victory Group again. If there are issues in your life, this is the best time. Go to your Victory Group leader. Go to your pastor. Amen? So, in conclusion, at one time, for us, we're far away from God. But now, let me tell you, for those of you who are not in Christ, but now is the day of your salvation. So then, if you are already in Christ, be part. Take that step of faith. Come together in victory group. Come together corporately and experience wonders of the spiritual family. Wonders of what Christ has done for you and me. Listen, quick story. There's one couple that we ministered to. Talagang hiwalay sila because yung isa was a musician in the ship. The other, the wife was a jeweler. Talagang wala na. Something, may affair. And so, far off. But the, the wife attended the victory group. And the victory group leader said, you know what? There's always hope in Christ. Wag munang isipin, siya, isipin mo muna eh, sarili mo about your walk with God. And so she led her to, to Christ. She became saved and they began to pray that her husband would come back. Kasi laging wala eh. Uh, sa barko. You know what happened? There's a miracle. Pagbalik dito, attended small group, got saved, and their marriage was reconciled. And got discipled, became leaders, you know, they're now staff, not in this church, okay? So, wag niyong titingin, sino kaya yun? No. Wala, di, hindi dito, okay? <laughs> but let me tell you, no matter how far off you are from one another, if you are reconciled to God, God can easily break down those walls of hostility with one another. At one time, but now, so then, You just heard a message from Victory. 
For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com victoryph.